Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka. I hope you're all having a beautiful Saturday morning. What a week we've had. This weather has been incredible, but it's to be expected since winter is on the way out and spring is on the way in. Now, I'm a winter lover. I love the snow. So as much as it is nice to see the grass, I'm sad to see the whiteness go. But as nature will have it, I can trust her. It'll always be back. So next year, it'll be back the same time. Anyway, as I said, I hope you're having a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm Kelly, local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. And I'm your host of Mental for Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. Because let's face it, not all of us are great communicators. Not all of us are great at expressing our feelings and emotions verbally. Some of us have a bit of trouble finding the right words to express how we feel. And that's okay. And that's where art and, you know, photography can help out. Because both are gentle and self-reflecting therapeutic mediums. Um, That was wordy, wasn't it? Both are just really great processes that provide you with an opportunity to share how you're feeling visually. So instead of words, we share it through pictures. And in my practical um, experience, I found that the use of visuals led to some really great conversations. So if you're one of those people who do have a hard time verbally expressing themselves, then I encourage you to give the arts a try. You might just find that it's the perfect fit for you. You never know. So having said that, uh, let's dive into today's topic of conversation, shall we? And I love this because today's conversation, funny enough, stems from a listener's request to share their current concern using their own imagery. So this listener actually sent me a few pieces of art that they'd been working on and wanted my help in deciphering the message or messages that they felt were embedded in the paintings or that they felt were probably in there. Now, just to bring you up to to speed, this particular listener has been struggling with their, their purpose and looking to their artwork for answers. So kudos to you um, as creating art is a really great way to get in touch with your interests and your passions. It's a really great way to get in touch with, anything and everything because it's such an innate process because it comes from the inside and lands outside there's so much to be said for what goes behind creating art yeah so having said that um this isn't something we do as art therapists because the messages that can be found in one's artwork or a client's artwork are messages for them not for me right? You know, these, these messages stem from their experiences thus far and the concerns that they're currently dealing with. 
So the images or artwork and or messages really have nothing to do with me. And any answer or any suggestive that I gave or any response to them would definitely be about me, not them. You know, um, however, as an art therapist, I may notice things in someone's artwork that I might feel are worthy mentioning, you know, or pointing out or just wondering about, right? And that is what I would say to a client. So to this listener, that is what I would say to you. I'm wondering about this. What are your thoughts on that? Because ultimately, it's your thoughts that count, right? It's your understanding that matters. So today's topic of conversation is a bit of a tricky one in that I'm not prepared to give my thoughts on this listener's artwork because as I pointed out, they would be my thoughts and not the listener's. They would be my observations and not the listener's. And those thoughts and observations would be stemming from my own experiences and personal history and not the listener's. So you can see where I'm going with this. You can see how this could be a bit detrimental to the listener's needs or a client's needs in general. However, what I am prepared to do is talk a little bit about what you could potentially find in your artwork and how that might be of help to you. So art is a very personal thing in that we choose to create or what we choose to create has to stem or come from somewhere. And that somewhere is from within the creator, within us. In other words, what lands on paper or canvas or film or the cake plate, anywhere else for that matter, comes from someplace and somewhere inside of us. It has emotions and feelings and thoughts and wants and needs and desires and likes and dislikes and even more than that attached to it. You know, a piece of artwork may be light in weight, but heavy in the emotional content it carries. So think about a time when you sat down to create a piece of art. Did you just all of a sudden sit down and start creating? Well, perhaps it might seem that way, But more often than not, the process of choosing to and creating has a bit of thought behind it. And that, or what I'm trying to say, it's that thought along with the finished product that will offer you the most insight. Okay, so this is for you, the listener. What's, you know, all those thoughts that go along with that will offer you the most insight. So for instance, let's say you had a terrible day at work and you decided to come home and paint a picture. Now. I will always advocate for making art during times of trouble, but let's say this wasn't a purposeful endeavor. Let's say you came home and you just happened to open a drawer that had painting supplies in it. So you thought to yourself, why not? So you get out a piece of paper and you start painting. And before you know it, an hour has passed and you have this finished product, or in this case, finished painting in front of you. It's awesome, right? But then you say to yourself, now what? You might even ask yourself, what is it? What is this painting of or about that I've created? Or perhaps, what do I do with it now? This is where the process and understanding what's behind that process becomes helpful. Because there's a lot to be said for the process itself. 
After all, that's what art therapy is essentially about, the process, the process of making art. Whether there be, you know, that be a painting, um, a drawing, a sculpture, a collage, a photograph, um, something knitted or sewn, or even baked. I think you get the picture. Anything that you've created with your own two hands has a creative process attached to it. And not just a creative process, but a creative process that stemmed from some emotional place or thought. Because everything we do is backed by one thought or another. There's always a thought or thoughts that precede the doing. I'm going to say that again. There's always a thought or thoughts that precede the doing. It's just the way our good old brains work. So again, it's not as much about the finished product as it is about the process itself. But for the sake of the listener that wrote in about this particular line of questioning and about their artwork, yes, your artwork can and often does say a lot about you, you know, about your thinking, about where you're at in your life, about your wants and desires, about your concerns and your difficulties. All in all, about you and where you are at in that moment of creating. That's a lot, right? Your artwork can say a lot about you. But it's the process that begins. Well, it begins and ends with what that is for you, really. So before I get into what lies within the process and what the process of your finished piece can say about you, I think this might be a good time for me to take um, to take a break. I think if we take a break now, it will give you a chance to reflect on a time when you yourself did some art and perhaps weren't sure what that whole process was about, where the need to create stemmed from, or what the finished piece of art meant. I mean, there's so many times where we've created art and never thought about why we were. Or what happened before? What came before that, that idea of wanting to create a piece of art? So maybe it'll even give you a chance to dig out an old piece of art or begin a new one. Who knows? <coughs> Pardon me. Regardless, let's take a break before we delve deeper into the process of making art and what that can say about you. So go grab a cup of coffee, a tea, use the powder room. Maybe make some art or just ponder what we've been talking about. I'm going to grab a glass of water because I have a tickle and I'll see you back here shortly. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Mental for Art, everyone. I'm Kelly, your host and local registered art therapist, phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. Thanks for joining. It's always nice to have new listeners. It's always welcoming to have return listeners, um, new, new concerns to talk about. It's just great to have you here. And if you are new, um, I always advocate that you catch up on old message or old messages. Um, and we're talking about messages and artwork, so maybe that's where that's coming from. 
but it's always great to, you know, to catch up on any missed episodes of Mental for Art by visiting the Hunter's Bay website. All you need to do is click on what's on, scroll down. <coughs> Pardon me, I have a tickle. Scroll down to Mental for Art. And, you know, while you're there, check out some of the other shows that are out there. There's so many great shows programming on, on Hunter's Bay. I'm sure you'll leave with, you know, three, four, five new favorites. So give it a try. And, um, you know, for those return listenings, listeners, I'd also like to thank you for, you know, coming back every month and taking the time out of your Saturday morning to give me that opportunity to chat with you about everyday concerns, you know, and to try and give you some creative alternatives and approaches to how those concerns affect you and how you work them out. So just give me a second. I need to, to have a little tickle. <clears throat> there we go. It's drying here. I have a wood stove in my home and the winter is coming to an end. And so is the use of the wood stove, which uh, will alleviate some of the dryness and some of the dust. Anyway, that's where my tickle's coming from. So getting back to today's episode, for those of you who are just tuning in, today we're talking about what potentially lies beneath or behind the process of making art and what your artwork can say about you. So before the break, we were talking about how there's a lot to be said for the process of making art, because that's essentially what art therapy is about. The process, the process of physically making art. And like I said earlier, that could mean the process of making a painting, a sculpture, a drawing, um, taking a photograph, a collage, perhaps something knitted or sewn, or even some baked goods, you know, baking a cake. Because there's a process that comes with anything and everything that we create with our own two little hands. There's a process behind why we created it and or why we felt the need to create it in the first place. And it's not just a creative process, but it's a process that stems from either where we're at or where we've come from. Or both. Hey, give that some thought. Up to that point, right? Up to that point of creation. And that process contains emotions and thoughts that may be on the surface or could be really deep-rooted. And how can I say that with such conviction? Well, because everything we do is backed by one thought or another. There's always a thought or thoughts that precede the doing. Just think about that. It may not be a conscious thought, you know, a thought that you were aware of in the moment, but perhaps a subconscious thought, you know, one that your brain was aware of in the moment, because that's how the brain works. It thinks all the time. I sometimes wish it didn't, but it does. And you know what? Perhaps that's a good thing. I mean, just think of the trouble we could and probably would get into if we didn't have the ability to think. Oh, my. Now, that's a that's a whole other topic for another day. So anyway, back to what we were talking about. That thought precedes doing. Thought precedes doing. And it's those thoughts that can offer you insight into your art process, you know, into your finished artwork and essentially into yourself. And this takes us back to the reason we're talking about this in the first place, to the listener that sent me their artwork and asked me to tell them what it meant. They were looking for answers to what lay beneath their finished product. They were looking for answers to questions they probably have, right? 
answers that might give them some insight into themselves, and in this case, their purpose, because that's what they're trying to figure out. Because that was an answer that they needed help getting to. So to help this listener, I'm going to go back to my earlier example of the someone who'd had a terrible day at work and after stumbling upon some art materials, decided to paint a picture. And as I mentioned earlier, this wasn't a purposeful endeavor. They just happened to open a drawer and bingo, bango, there were the paint supplies. And so they thought to themselves, why not? So they got out a piece of paper and started painting. And before they knew it, an hour had passed. And when they put their brush down, they had this finished painting in front of them. But then they said to themselves, now what? You know, they wanted to know what that whole process was about. They wanted to know why they decided to pick up a brush and paint in the first place. And more importantly, what their finished product meant, or if there was even meaning behind it. Was it just some random piece of art? You know, was there a purpose? Do I just throw it out? You know, these are legitimate questions, really. And here's my response to that. Yes. Unequivocally, yes. <clears throat> Pardon me. For every question you've asked, there is an answer. But that answer, or at least the correct one, has to come from you. It can't come from me. It can't come from somebody else. You know, these are questions that only you can answer. I can't tell you what your purpose is. I can't look at your artwork and say, oh, I think you're supposed to be a nurse or, you know, you should be out delivering mail or you love gardening. Let's do that. I can't tell you that, you know, your artwork will speak to you and only you. As I said before, I can make suggestions about, you know, let's, what is that about? What do you think that's about? You know, I'm curious about this, but I'm only making observations. I'm only pointing things out that perhaps you might inquire about. So, yes, there are unequivocally, yes, there are answers. And, you know, for, for, you know, all intents and purposes, you need to be able, you need to be the one answering those questions. And I think you know that. Now, don't get discouraged because I can still help and support you in figuring out what those answers are by having you ask yourself a few simple questions. So questions like, I'm just taking a little drink of water. <clears throat> it's pretty dry in here. So questions like, what happened in my day up to the point of my choosing to paint a picture? Go through your day from start to the moment that preceded your painting. Go through the experiences you had and how you dealt with them. You know, did you have a smooth and calm day or an emotional roller coaster of a day? <clears throat> Pardon me. Did you you know, encounter any difficulties that you could handle or perhaps couldn't handle? Did you encounter confrontations that ended well or ended poorly? Did you have a boring day or an unforgettable day? Ask yourself, how did your day go, right? What happened in my day up to the point of my choosing to paint a picture? Next question. How was I feeling emotionally before I started to paint? In other words, were you happy? Were you sad? Were you angry? Were you hungry? Were you thirsty? Were you frustrated? Were you indifferent? Were you lost? How are you feeling before you began the process of making that piece of art? 
because how you are feeling will have a direct impact not only on your process of painting, but also on what you ended up painting. You know, notice whether you were slow and methodical or fast and furious or up and down and all over the place because your emotional state would have directly impacted how and what you painted. Third question, what have you been doing in your life lately that you need resolved or that needs resolving? Is there something that's been troubling you that you haven't been able to fix or resolve or change or mend or share? Because more often than not, if we haven't been able to share or express our feelings, they will definitely show up later. And that's the great thing about art. That's the avenue for expression. It's a great avenue for expression, right? So either in our behaviors or in our interactions, or in this case, our artwork, those feelings will show up. So pay attention to unresolved issues as your artwork can often showcase that. So you, listener, <coughs> this is for you. Pay attention to that, right? How are you feeling in, in your day? What happened in your day? How are you feeling up to that point? You know, are there any resolved issues? That sort of thing. And I know you're having trouble, you know, figuring out your purpose. So think about your days. Think about the things that go well in your day and the things that, you know, maybe not go not so well in your day, the things that you enjoy versus the things that you don't. And give yourself a moment to really ponder that and then try doing some more artwork and see what comes up for you. You know, notice the colors. Notice, you know, the figures in it or the, the you know, objects or, you know, the placement of things. You know, what stands out for you? Try noticing all of those things. Now, those are just a few questions that you can ask yourself, you know, when it comes to understanding your art process and finished art piece. Are there more questions? Yes. In fact, there are, there are quite a few more questions you can ask yourself. But unfortunately, we don't have time to go into all of them today. Um, but these three questions will get you well on your way to understanding your process and, more importantly, what's behind it. You know, they will get you looking at your finished art piece with new eyes and new perspective and new appreciation. And they will support you in understanding how your life choices and your goings on impact your outcomes. And that art piece that you created, my lovely listener, is one of the outcomes. So think about that. Think about your life choices and your goings on and how that has impacted that outcome. And, you know, as I always say, if you're looking for answers, then you need to first look at the questions, especially when it comes to the process of making art, because everything that you've experienced up to that point will impact that process, will impact everything about it, from the materials you choose to the way you use them. And that, my friends, is, is what brings us to the end of this month's episode of Mental for Art. I hope this activity um, you know, a questioning activity helps you, you know, look at your artwork differently or look at the process of making artwork differently. I, I, I can't stress enough that, you know, especially for those of you who are not verbal processors, art can be a great avenue for you. So give it a try and, you know, be gentle with it. There's not always going to be, um, 
an obvious answer. There may be some subtle, subtle things that come out for you. And it's all about just sitting with that piece of art and letting it speak to you through its form, its figure and form. So I want to thank you for joining me and taking the time out of your Saturday morning to make my Saturday morning one that I will always remember. I look forward to meeting you back here once again next month when I will address yet another everyday concern and provide you with a creative activity approach that will hopefully offer some support. So keep those emails coming. I do love reading them, as you know. Um, you can send them to kelly at pictureyourselfwell.com, but please use the subject line mental for art. Um, I've had a few go missing, so I wouldn't want yours to do the same. And until then, this is Kelly, your host of Mental for Art, wishing you all positive growth and healing. Have a wonderful month, everyone. And remember that the best way to put a little happiness in your day is to color someone else's. So, so keep coloring it forward, everyone, and I'll see you soon. Bye.